Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. Christianity arose in the land of Israel because that is where the Christ appeared. The early disciples were all Jewish in their background. After the Lord Jesus died and ascended to heaven, the early Christians remained for a while in the area of Jerusalem. And the initial outgrowth of Christianity was out of Jerusalem. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came with great manifestation, the event took place in Jerusalem. And from Jerusalem, the gospel spread out. It went to other parts of the Levant itself, to Samaria, further north to Syria, to, to Antioch. And then we know that the Apostle Paul, along with Barnabas, were used by the Lord to take the message to other parts of the world, particularly in the early missionary journeys to Western, what is now Western Turkey, and then into Macedonia and uh, Greece. Now, the letter to the Galatians is written to the people who had come to receive the gospel through Paul's missionary efforts. When we come to Galatians chapter 4, verse 11, he's telling them that I am afraid that I may have labored over you in vain. He had presented the clear gospel to them. Christ was presented to them as crucified, as the full sufficiency of God's provision to make us right with God. None of our own efforts, external religion, added to it. Now the Galatian Christians were being tempted by external influences, people who were eager to spread their own version of doctrine among them to go away from the gospel and embrace external works of religion in addition to faith in God through Christ as a means of their salvation. So he is concerned for this new turn of events. And he points out to them that to abandon reliance entirely on the work of Christ is to go away from Christ. Christ provides us all that we need for our being made right with God. He is sufficient. His work is sufficient. His person is sufficient because of what he, who he is and what he has done to save all who come to God through faith in him. But if, on the other hand, we are turning to other things to contribute to what he has done as what we are relying on to be made right with God, then we have gone away from the gospel. So he has to tell them he's concerned. I am concerned, I'm afraid I have labored over you in vain because you are now open to adding works to faith. And as he sets forth before them the truth of the gospel and the error of legalism, so to speak, adding the works of the law to faith for justification, he, also, he argues it in terms of biblical truth, what is already revealed in the Old Testament. For example, the, the father of believers, so to speak, the one through whom the promises were given and were fulfilled in the Messiah, Abraham himself was made right with God through faith. 
And then he gives an analogy from culture as to the role of the law of Moses uh, in the life of Israel. And now as he proceeds further, he entreats his listeners, his readers, to, for, to abandon the errors that have come their way and to receive the gospel again in its full simplicity. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 12, Brothers, I entreat you, become as I am, for I also have become as you are. So become the way I am because I became as you are. It's somewhat difficult to interpret this statement, but he must mean something like this. Paul was a Pharisee, a devout Jew, and living under the strict regulations, not only of the Mosaic law, but also of the traditions that had been added to it, that eventually becomes to our day as Judaism in its most conservative form. But having found God's plan of salvation, that a person is not made right with God through the works of the law, but through faith, they also trusted, he also trusted in Christ to be made right with God, to be saved, to receive forgiveness and the promise of eternal life. And having come to that, he abandoned really the bondage to external regulations and habits as somehow marks of religion. Now the marks of religion really are genuine transformation from within of character. So he says, become like me as I am because I became as you are. You shouldn't go into a bondage to religion, whether pagan religion forms or that of Judaism. Just as I became like you as one without law, you need to return to a free status under God through faith and authentic religion which is through the power of the Spirit and inner transformation. And then having said that, in verse 13, he recalls his past experience with the Galatians. Paul's argument through the book has moved from argument based on history, an argument based on scripture, and then uh, an analogy for some of the scriptural argument out of the culture, and now he appeals to the Galatians on the basis of their own past interaction and experience with Paul. Paul says, when I came to you, you received me with love, with great liberality, with great openness. This is how he puts it. Verse 13 of Galatians 4. You know it was because of a bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. And though my condition was a trial to you, you did not scorn or despise me, but received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus. What then has become of your blessedness? For I testify to you that if possible, you would have gouged out your eyes and given them to me. What he's referring to is not altogether clear to infer, although there are good possibilities. If indeed he's referring to his first missionary journey, which is the most likely explanation, he had gone to the cities of southwestern Turkey, what today is that, to cities such as Lystra in Derby, after having gone to places like Antioch and Iconium. 
And we read about it in Acts chapter 14. And what happened in Lystra is very interesting. When he came to Lystra, he and Barnabas with him, there was a man who was lame and he was made well. And the inhabitants then of Lystra considered Paul and Barnabas to be the Greek gods, the Olympian gods who had come down from Mount Olympus to them. They called Paul as uh, Hermes or Mercury and considered Barnabas to be Zeus. Paul was probably given the lesser status because he was the one talking more. And Barnabas, being silent and dignified, they imagined to be the higher god, Zeus. So they welcomed them as gods into their midst. And when Paul uh, tells them, no, we are but ordinary people, but with the message of salvation from God, they listen to the gospel. Then later on, some people who are hostile to the message of the gospel come from Antioch uh, and are pursuing after them. So this whole populace, which one moment received them as the Greek gods, now turn against them. They actually stone the Apostle Paul, casting heavy rocks with the intent of killing at him. And Paul appears almost dead. And when all the believers surround him, all of a sudden he gets up from that uh, condition that he was in, enters the city, and the next day they go to Derby. So it is very possible he's referring to how the inhabitants of Galatia who had been acquainted with him uh, may have seen him after this point. But it is not quite clear if that is, in fact, what he's referring to. It is one possibility. But what he does say is that, you know, it was because of a bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. So if that's the case, he's referring to Derby, where he went right after Lystra. It may not be the explanation at all, but there was some issue of health that affected him. Although, he says, my condition was a trial to you, you did not scorn or despise me. So he is referring to the past interaction and experience he has had with the Galatians. He said, you welcomed me. Although I came in weakness, although I came with physical ailment, some distress, you didn't regard that at all. You received me as Jesus Christ himself. You received me like you receive an angel. Although my condition was a trial to you, you didn't scorn or despise me, he says. You received me as an angel, as Christ Jesus. And now the question is, what happened to all that? You seem to be somewhat turned away from me. I had brought the message of salvation to you, and you had received it. You had received my person. You had great warmth toward me. You received me as if this whole experience was a blessing. What then has become of your blessedness? In fact, Paul says here, For I testify to you that if possible, you would have gouged out your eyes and given them to me. Some conclude from this that Paul had some ailment, some problem with the vision, with his eyes. Um, the corroborating argument for that is that he says later, See with what large letters I have written to you. That may be the case, or it could be just a figure of speech. You would have given even what is most precious to you, your own eye for my sake. The point is that the Galatians were extremely warm 
and loving toward Paul. And he wants to know what happened. It's the same I who am speaking to you now concerning the truth. I brought you the gospel, which is the true message of God. I portrayed Jesus Christ as crucified in his full sufficiency before you, and you received me warmly. Why have you turned away? Why have you turned away to your former state? Why have you turned away to something that is not the empowering grace of God for salvation? He wants them to return in their favorable disposition toward him. He says, become as I am, for I also am as you are. I have left the bondage to the law to bring the gospel to you for to find salvation myself. And you need to come into that same freedom and not instead revert to older forms or newer forms of bondage. Be free in Christ through faith. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu partner.